the Holes of E Benefice magazine for the parishes United Benefice of Holes of E, Bridgerow, Holocombe, Plyworthy, Repentance, Week. The audio edited edition read by Mark Anthony Rains. From the rectory, we are finally, we finally finished celebrating Christmas with presentations of Christ in the temple of the 2nd of February, 40 days after Christmas. Anna and Simon, a priest, recognised the baby brought by Mary and Joseph to the temple as a Messiah. And Simon says, Lord, now letteth thy, thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For my words have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared for the face of all people. A light to lighten the Gentiles, the glory of thy people Israel. The vessel also known as Candlemas. Candles are used in the church to represent Christ, the light of the world. The festivals also became popular during, due to people bringing their candles from home to be blessed for being lit in their homes over the next year. Candles used a great deal of, of fires cause a great deal of fires, and so asking candles to be blessed was thought to be help to prevent such fires. During February, we, as well, we are coming to the end of 40 days of Christmas. We also start the 40 days of Lent, with Ash Wednesday falling on the 26th of February this year. So after the next few weeks at the commercial world gets ready for St. Valentine's Day, let us look to the saints and the martyrs and Jesus himself, and get ready to prepare ourselves for Lent, which in turn prepares us for the greatest act of love carried out, Jesus lying, dying on the cross for all humankind, Mother Elizabeth. Joy 2020, Thursday the 5th to Sunday the 8th of March, Bishop Remission. Bishop Robert, Nick and Jackie were spending four days in North Devon, including service at Rosemore at 3pm on Saturday the 8th. All will be welcome. Further details to follow. News from the churches in our benefice. St. Peter and St. Paul's Holsovy by Bob Beckford. Great news. The Holsovy PCC and church wardens want to pass on their gratitude. Grateful thanks to everyone who has contributed to all the collections that take place during the church services and for supporting the various fund-raising events we held during 2019. Thanks to those who responded to the special Christmas appeal made by Mother Elizabeth. Also, all those who helped with Christmas fund-raising events. We are indebted to all those kind people who have helped the church for our other practical ways, and when doing so, saved us need to spend money. We have met our 2019 Common Fund request of 18,557 in full. That was a tremendous effort by all those concerned. Thank you. Common Fund request 2020. No time to rest because we now received our request for 2020. The amount requested each year is adjusted by such things as rate inflation, just like our weekly giving should be, and also takes into account such things as number of people attending church services on set census days and number of electric 
on the electrical roll. Average of the past three years using calculating the crest. It is slightly up on numbers, which is a good thing, but does, of course, mean we expect to contribute a little more. The common fund request for 2020 holds of been set at £19,021. We now have to think about fundraising during 2020. PCC already have several events in pipeline. Details will be published soon. But for the moment, here's a taste of what, to, is, what is to come. The details will be on the Sunday service sheet, the website, and on the notice boards, inside and outside the church, as soon as they are finalised. Perhaps pencil them in in your diary, for now it's provisional. If you can think of anything else, please pass on the details to one church wardens or member, PCC. February, bingo evening, 21st or 22nd of February, at the White Hart. March, coffee morning at the Memorial Hall, 11th March. April, St George's Day party, 23rd of April at the White Hart. Organ recital in church, 26th of April. May, May Day breakfast, 2nd of May. June, afternoon tea at the rectory, 20th of June. Coffee morning at the Memorial Hall, 17th of June. 11th July, fair day, 8th of July. Tamar Valley Mail Choir, 25th of July. We're hoping to be able to persuade the escort ladies to come again as soon sometime during this year. Concert they gave last year was excellent. Watch out for confirmation of these dates. Berlin Supper 2020 Memorial Hall by Helen Nayborough on the evening of February on the evening of Friday, 24th of January, Holesbury Parish Council hosted a traditional Burns Night Supper to celebrate the life and poetry of Scottish poet Robert Burns, born 25th of January 1759. Over 90 people gathered at Mirror Wall to enjoy a supper of cockalique soup, haggis, neeps, and tatties, a trio, a trio of Scottish desserts. Haggis was piped into the hall, addressed in a poem written by Burns to express his appreciation for the haggis. Many thanks to England, Richard Huxins, Jeff Cusick, and Mother Elizabeth for wonderful poetry, beaches, and toasts. The supper was followed by Calic and was enthusiastically received and enjoyed by all. Music and caller were provided by the band Piping Hot. Further thanks must go to anyone who helped out in any way and to all who attended for making this a fantastic evening and thank you for all the supporting your for all thank you all for supporting your parish church. A great night was had by all and five hundred and eighty eight pounds raised towards church funds. St Patrick Halicombe, Margaret Stacy. Services in February. Please note there will be no evening song at Holocombe on the 2nd of February, as it is at 4 pm welcome service from Reverend Church Stephen Skinner, Ashwater Parish Church. Fe- Sunday, February 16th, 9 30, Holy Communion, Book of Common Prayer, BCP. 26th of February, Ash Wednesday, when we see the rich purple altar frontal again, and the Christmas tree cross. We're changing theme each year. Please keep watch for the extra surface of Holocombe during Lent. 
Services of March, Sunday, 1st of March, 3pm evening song, BCP. As advised to the, in the earlier magazine, please contact a church member consult the website for any alterations of services at this time. We are in a rural area of minor roads leading to the church, which may be impossible should they have inclement weather conditions. Services across the Benefice. You'll be not, there will not be Benefice Chris Tingle on the 9th of February, as previously advertised. Show of Tuesday, 25th of February. Bridge Row, 4th p.m. Show of service with pancakes and races. Plyworthy, 6 p.m. Show of services with pancake and races. Holes of the Mephesis Church, Thursday Group Program, 2019-2020. February the 13th, the Cinnamon Trust. Tracy Gulliver. Lover. Friday, February the 27th. Coming up from Down Under, Linda and Crickliffe Vickery. March 12th, Old Lonesome, Rob Tayman. March 26th, the Old Maritime Islands, John and Stella Bernard. 9th of April, Meldy Thursday Communion, Clive Smalley. Smalley. April 23rd, Games Evening, Sylvia Simpson. Simpson. When Monday the 7th, my visit to Japan, Christine Williams. Eight, March, tw- May 27th, AGM, followed by Hilary Vivian. Training news from the Parish Pump. Church of England Christmas advert got 170,000 viewers in just 48 hours. Church of England Christmas advert for 2019 removed more than 170,000 times in two days following its launch. Reviews are tuning in via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. In the first 48 hours, the advert received over 110,000 views on Facebook, a further 60,000 on Twitter, in entirely through organic sharing by churches and individuals. First time a church CV created interactive stickers for churches individuals, individuals to use as part of their social media posts and stories, which already has been seen 160,000 times. Meanwhile, almost 20,000 have been added to a churchnew.com, a COE's church finder, which helps people to find the nearest events and discover the Christmas story. Psalm 23, Garden, coming to RHS Chelsea. The Bible Society has announced that we are absolutely thrilled to be working with award-winning garden designer Sarah Eberly to bring Psalm 23 to life at the RHS Chelsea Flower Show in May 2020. Psalm 23, Garden, the RHS Garden, Chelsea Flower Show 2020, designed by Sarah Elberlitry, will offer visitors a chance to stop, reflect, and feel refreshed. The Bible Society said this powerful psalm, with its visionary image of green pastures, still waters, and the valley of the shadow of death, just carries cries out to return to the garden. We hope you love it, and after the Chelsea Flower Show, the garden will find a permanent home at Winchester Hospice in Hampshire, where it will be a blessing to patients and families. The Bible Society says it also hoping that people join us in creating community gardens across the country, inspired by Psalm 
23 garden. You, you can do this outside your office, in your school grounds, or in your churchyard. Let's get gardening. You can follow the project on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and join us on the road to Chelsea. New church findings published on clergy flourishing. A new set of findings from the 10-year-old study into the well-being of flourishing of ordained ministers in the Church of England has been recently published. The Living Ministry Programme tracks the progress of groups of clergy ordained in 2006, 2011, 2015. Women and men who entered entered training for orientation in 2016, seeking to understand what helps clergy flourish in ministry. A latest research for the project includes reasons for responses from 579 ordained clergy and 130 people training for ordained ministry in the Church of England. The quantitative study includes research into physical, mental, relational, financial, material, spiritual and vocational well-being as well as responses to questions about ministerial effectiveness. The Right Reverend Dr. Chris Goldsmith, Director of the Ministry Division of the Church of England, says, This 10-year-old programme for invaluable long-term insights into the experience of ordained clergy from initial training and currency and throughout the ministry. The findings will help inform the diocese of liturgical education colleges and courses their vital work in selection Formation of long-term support of ordained clergy. Church of England appoints National Environmental Officer. Joe Chamberlain has been appointed as a National Environmental Officer for the Church of England, for taking forward the strategy developed by the Environment Working Group. This is a new post reflecting the Archbishop's Council focus environment in a philological and mission priority. Joe joins the mission and the public affairs team from Christian Aid and Diocese of Sheffield, which he volunteers as their environment advisor. He will work closely with environment consultant Dave Shahiri a link with the cathedrals and church buildings team when we're open the sustainable churches officer Queen Chris Catholic Catherine Ross forms the new third part of the new environment staff hub. Keeping love going. Here is good news the divorce rate has fallen to the lowest level for nearly fifty years. It seems that many children of diocese have their have in their turn decided to stick in their, mari- in their marriage and thus avoided trauma splitting up. The Office of National Statistics owns data shows that the divorce has decreased to the lowest level since 1971. That means that couples who married five years ago experienced 50% fewer divorces than couples who married in the late 80s. Family lawyers all believe the reduction in divorce is due to children of divorce wanting to protect their own children from financial pressures and emotional devastation that is a split family that a split family can bring. Romance is not everything. Almost two thirds, sixty percent of the single adults in the UK have deliberately chosen a single life to go. With more women sixty six percent than men fifty three percent opting for the single life. 
There are two main good reasons, according to the findings of recent study, desire for independence and weariness when it comes to dealing with relationship problems. The research carried out by Lloyds Bank also found that love can cost you financially. According to the Office of National Statistics, or ONS, data single people spend £300 less on legal costs each month, or 3600 a year. Men and doctors. Men do not like doctors. In fact, 8 out of 10 men would prefer to endure an illness rather than seek help from their GP. Despite recent campaigns urging them to take their health seriously, surveyed by Bupa has found that 48% of men would only go to a doctor if they absolutely had to, and 39% of men would actually let the pain become unbearable before they sought any advice. Could an ambulance even find you? You and your friends know where you live, but could a 999 crow find you? Paramedics warn that many people do not take, make their home numbers clear. That means paramedics are wasting time, valuable time, looking for clues to which house is which. Well, shrugs and House is which and shrubs and, and rabbit bins have been obscured with the numbers. In emergency, even a few minutes can mean life or death. So make sure that your house can be quickly found. Make sure that your house number is easy visible for the street. If your house has got a num- name, put the house number next to, to it as well. So that in emergency, the houses can reach you in time. Just in case I didn't say it, could an, could an ambulance even, fi- even find you? You and your friends know where you live, but could a 999 crew find you? Paramedics warn that meant too many people do not make their house numbers clear. That means paramedics are wasting valuable time looking for clues to which house is which, which, while well, shrubs and rubbish bins often skew the numbers. In an emergency, even a few minutes can mean life or death. So make sure that your house can be quickly found. Make sure that your house number is easily visible from the street. If your house has got a number, put the house number next to it as well. So the emergency dancers will reach you in time. Teenage couch potatoes. Do you have teenagers? What are they doing at the moment? Chances are they're glued to their phone. The World Health Organization has warned that some 80% of teenagers in Britain do not take enough exercise that a couch potato lifestyle has become their norm. Girls are less interested than boys, with 75% of boys and 85% of children, girls not doing enough exercise. So who is asking teenagers to do at least an hour of moderate physical activity, walking and cycling every day? In the UK, one in five children is obese to overweight or overweight by the time they leave primary school. Never underestimate a tortoise. Never underestimate a tortoise. They may be asleep at the moment, but tortoises are not the stay-at-home couch potatoes you may, you may think they are. In fact, so many have been leaving their homes to go walk about that now they are SPCA, advising that they be microchipped. Charity rescued over 1,000 tortoises last year. Experts advise that once spring and summer comes, tortoises will be able to climb, dig, and push their slow but determined way through barriers. They should be microchipped and kept in 
secure enclosure. Tortoises are actually quite active and can move as, at quite a pace when they want to. Tap and go straight into debt. The increasing use of contractless, contractless payments is leading young people into debt. A recent study has found that one of five Londoners below the age of 45 are struggling to pay their debts because of the ease of making gap, tap and go payments. Now more than one in ten young people are thinking of stopping their contractless and online payments and moving back to cash. It is a better way to control their spending. The study is carried out at the University of London. It comes after data from its insolvency service showed that the number of young people going bankrupt was increased tenfold over the past three years. Hedges are hedges around the, your property is good for you. A recent study has found that a humble hedge, even in a full leaf, when in full leaf, can cut air pollution around it, it by half, up to the half. A recent study at the University of Guildford measured traffic pollutants at either side of a hedge in a park on the road to Guildford. A survey found that the level of particular pollutions, those tiny particles of soot and other matter that cause illnesses, was cut to half after the hedge reached full leaf in April. So, if your home is long, uh, along a busy road, grow a hedge. Don't forget men's rugby ramble, Sunday, 23rd of February, 2020, in Aden's North Devon Hospice. See next, last month's magazine or go to www.northdevonhospice.org.uk. Community meeting. If you see, see how you have helped to shape health and care services in your local area. Thursday, Tuesday, 18th February, 2010, 1 to 3 p.m. Doors open for midday, or 6 to 8 p.m. Doors open for 5 p.m. Holes of the Memorial Hall. Manor Car Park, North Road, Holes of EX 226DJ. Holes of Community Involvement Group, a group of local people, and the NHS has worked together with you and your local community over the past 18 months. Here are the recommendations they made for future health and care services at Holesley and surrounding areas. Guarding the Arts Editor the Right Reverend Michael Burgess begins a series of animals and birds as seen in art and scripture. This will run throughout 2020. He gave us eyes to see him. William Blake, Engravings of Job. The Candlesal, we call the Beneficite, began its life in the song of three holy children. In the midst of their terrifying ordeal, in a burning fiery furnace, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abbey, the Negro praise God. They call on the sky above, the seasons, and all that grows and moves on the earth to join them. The song invites the wells in the sea, the birds of the air, and all the creatures that echo their praise. Finally, they call all the people who are holy and humble to heart to bless the God, the creator of all of it. Of all that is. During this year, 
we were exploring the glory and wonder of creation, especially animals and birds. The sun of Benedictite, praising the creation, is born of pain and testing. Your deal is a theme of another book in the Old Testament, Job. We're told that he was an upright, blameless man, but he suffered and pain tested his faith. He determined an explanation from God. The book of Job inspired a victory work. A poet and painter, William Blake, in 1823, began creating a series of 22 carvings illustrating Job, which were based on early watercolours. Plate 13 depicts God answering Job out of the whirlwind. We can read of his, this in his chapters 34 41. God asked Job if he was the present of creation. Indeed, he can be even begin to understand the marvels of this world. A mountain goat giving birth to a horse running through a meadow, or the eagle soaring in the sky. They praise God like the creatures in the Benedictite of their very being. And finally, God points in the behemoth and Lephian and Hippopotamus and the crocodile. Who are symbols of power and brute strength, as shown in Plate 51, and fill the orb of the world, just as they dominate creation. God answers Job with a catalogue of wonders to assure him that he is a creator, but he does not. He but he does respond to the cry of humanity. Job may, may not understand the stars above, nor the earth beneath his feet, but through meeting God, his life was grand, gained meaning and value. His fortunes were restored. He ends his days with one of the holy and humble heart. Praise God in the Benedictine. The three children of the fiery furnace and Job assure us that this world is full of wonders and glory that show the handiwork of God. When we realise that, we will join him in singing praises, hymns of praise and thanksgiving. February 2020, a letter from St. James, at least of all. The Reverend Dr. Gary Belness continues his letters from Uncle Eunice. Happily, the Church of England still retains some singular parish clergy. Take the example of St. James of the least in the county of... For example, here the only Anglo-Catholic picker, Eunice, continues his correspondence with Darren, his nephew, a low church curate, Recently ordained, on why pews are better than chairs. Arezzi, re Saint James, Elise, my dear nephew Baron. Well, it was good to see you when you visited us last Sunday. Your suggestion to old churchwarden that chairs would be more comfortable than pews was not well received. You must remember that significant numbers in our congregation firmly believe that the more comfortable they are, holier they must be. Pews generally designed several centuries ago where legs were shorter and bottoms smaller conductive neither to comfort nor sleep although Colonel Marchiton achieves the latter and literally every Sunday within minutes of arrival at least with pews parish traditioners can make some present pretense at kneeling adopting that peculiar Crouch ev- only ev- ever seen in church life. Attempt 
that with chairs and he was sure by sending the one in front sliding across the floor with a shriek. Chairs may be very well in your own church, so you can create space for the delights of the low-fictional low dance of baby clinics, but you prefer something more immovable. Little Miss Ripe has over the years created something of a nest where she sits quietly bringing in the cushions, travelling rugs and her own supply of box and peppermints. As a major horse, I suspect he's instilling a what? Stalling a drinks cabinet in his pew. Pews, unlike rows of chairs, also create territorial behaviour. If a visitor should sit in a pew where regulars are sat for the past last fifty years, regardless if they were an invasion of Poland, one innocent family once chose a pew where generations of Peniff's family have sat since dinosaurs roamed the land. The Miss had no intention of ceding territory peacefully, and so for the whole of Meffins, one pew which should have held six people sat nine when they spoke when they stood to sing the line exploded into the aisles on both sides in returning to their compressed state the necessitating staggered shallow breathing when we seated i would have conceded however we made one mistake some years ago when the pews were revarnished without having been fully cleaned first the result is the that every time the congregation stands, the organ is drowned out by the sound of tearing wall coats, jackets, reluctantly part company with wood. No, your congregation may relax in luxury padded chairs, but we would stoutly maintain our holy discomfort. Your loving Uncle Eunice. In the month of February, it was 75 years ago, in March, February, March 1945, and Frank, Dutch Jewish diarist and Alice Goose, victim, died in Bujon Besen concentration camp, at the age of 15, probably from typhus, known for diary of the young girl. Also 75 years ago, from 4th to 11th of February 1945, at WW2 Yatars conference took place in Korea. U.S. President Franklin D. Roosevelt, British Prime Minister William Jeju, and Soviet leader Joseph Stalin met to plan the final defeat of Nazi Germany. Also, 75 years ago, on the 13th to 15th of February 1945, the bombing in Dresden, Germany, took place. The Allies carried out four massive bombing raids, completely destroying the inner city and killing about 25,000 people. Also, 20, 75 years ago, from 19th of February, and it's 23rd of March, from W222 Battle of Two Gemini, Japanese Volcano Islands took place. U.S. victory, your iconic photo, U.S. Marines rising, American flag, atop of Mount Shugabaki, was taken on 23rd of February. Also, 75 years ago, 21st of March, February 1945, that Eric Little, Scottish athlete, died. He became an Olympic gold medalist in 1924 for the 400 metres. Because of religious convictions, withdrawn from the 400 metre heats held on Sunday and entered and won the 400 metre heats. He died in World War II internment camp in China, age 43. 17 years ago, on 8th of February 1950, at Shutsai, 
the East German secret police force was established, if not dissolved, until 1990, when numerous officials were subsequently prosecuted for their crimes. Millions of East German citizens were allowed to see extensive documentation that society compiled against them through their network of performance. Sixty years ago, on 8th of February 1960, Queen Elizabeth II issued an order in council stating that she and her family would would be known as a House of Windsor and that her descendants would use her surname, Mountbatten Windsor. Also, 60 years ago, on 19th February 1960, Prince Andrew, Prince York was born. He is the second son of Queen Elizabeth II. Fifty years ago, on 2nd of February 1970, that Bernard Russell, British philosopher, logician, mathematician, and local social reformer, died. He won the 1950 Nobel Prize in Literature. Thirty years ago, on the 2nd of February 1990, a South African president, F.W.D. Clerk, lifted a 30-year ban on the African National Congress, ANC, and other opposing political parties, anti-apartheid groups. Joseph freed Nelson Mandela from prison on the 11th of February after 27 years of imprisonment. Also, 30 years ago, 7th of February 1990, the Communist Party, Soviet Union, agreed to give up its 70-year-old monopoly of political power. So, 25 years ago, 26th of February 1995, the Bering Bank, the oldest merchant bank in London, collapsed after its chief trader in Singapore, Nick Linson, lost approximately £625 million on authorised transactions. 20 years ago, from 11th of February to 29th of May, the British government suspended the Northern Ireland Assembly as it failed to strike a deal on decommissioning RIA the weapons. 15th of January years ago, on the 14th of February 2005, a popular video sharing website YouTube was founded. It officially launched in November after more development and testing. Also, 15 years ago, on the 16th of February 2005, a cut through protocol came into effect. The International Treaty obliges enterprise nations to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions. High days and holy days in February. 8th of February, Q and the Wild Boar. St. Q was nothing to do with gardens or the Q of James Bond fame. This Q was a girl who lived in Cornwall in the 5th century, and who should be the patron saint of girls, the difficult older brothers. Q, older brother, was a hermit who kept his younger sister, was not, who felt his younger sister was not worthy to even visit his cell. But big brothers often underestimate their young sisters. Younger sisters, he was no exception. One day, big brother saw a wild boar charge out the woods towards his sister. Q spoke to it timidly in tones of such purity and sweetness, he immediately slowed down to a peaceful walk. Big Brother was so shaken by this that he repented of his superior attitude. When he was then bothered to, to spend time talking about young Q, Big Brother discovered her nature to be rare virtue and holiness. Other people thought so too, and after her death they decided Q had to been a saint, so she so should have the parish 
church named after her. Perhaps the, the mortal moral of this is that if you uh, want to win a difficult brother, you should first practice on world wars. 14th of February, Valentine's Day, are two confusing things about this day of romance and anonymous love cards strewn with lace, cupids and Arabian. Firstly, there seems to have been two different Valentines in the 4th century. One a priest martyred on the Flimmerlean Way, the other under the Emperor Claudius, the other Bishop Turin martyred at Rome. And neither seems to have any clear connection with lovers or courting couples. So why is Valentine become a patron saint of romantic love? By chance's name, the link was assumed to be to be because of these of these saint days. Fourteenth of February, the birds are supposed to pair, or perhaps the custom of seeking a partner. Saint Valentine's Day, surviving scrap the old Roman lapisier festival which took place in the middle of February. One of the Roman gods honoured during the February festival was Pan, a god of nature. Love was Juno, a goddess of women and marriage. Juno, la, 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 pa, colilei. It was a popular custom for young men to draw the names of a young unmarried woman from the lane box. The two would then be partners or sweethearts during the time of the celebration. Even modern universities Valentine decorations bear nature's symbol love. Roman cupids with their bows and their love arrows. And no church in England dedicated to Valentine. But since 1835, relics have been claimed by Clementine Church in Dumpling. 25th of February. Show Trusy, who's, who's your pancake? By David Winter. Why do we have pancakes at Show Trusy, or Pancake Day, as we call it today? And what is Trove Tuesday? And why do thousands of people fairly rewarding to race along the street somewhere tossing pancakes from their frying pans as they go? Well, the answer to the first question is that that day before Lent begins, and for a while over a thousand years, it meant that the last chance to enjoy meat, fat and other tasty dishes and, and, until Easter Day. The Lent fast was widely and strictly reserved. The food in the larder wouldn't keep for six days, had to be eaten. With all these riches, no wonder the French called it Fatty Tuesday, Mardi Gras. So, what have pancake races got to do with this solidarity? Chauve is an old word for forgiven, and these days to prepare for rigorous to Lent people, of Lent people, will want to confess and seek forgiveness. Not quite what you want, not quite what you want at a party. Not is quite simply enjoying yourself while you can. So on show of Trucy, this year you can have some fun and make it long make it last as long as possible. Most convincing, amusing and explanations of pancake races, the outwitting the sexton, run the curfew bill that marked the start of Lent. He was reluctant to do it while the race was unfinished. So the reverie caused by drop pancakes postponed inventability. Since the information been not been so rigorously observed in Britain, but still people will resolve to give up something for Lent. Six weeks is about right, as the duration that Sunday has always been exempt, but make the most of these pancakes. They may be well not reappear until April 12th. 26th of February, Ash Wednesday, my memory of Passover in Jerusalem by David Winter. At the end of this month, Ash Wednesday, 
introduces a Christian preparation for Easter, which normally coincides with Passover, a major Jewish celebration in the year. It's a near Easter because Jesus was crucified at Passover, having just shared his very meal with his disciples. Passover celebrates and recalls that Israelites escaped from Europe, escaped from slavery in Egypt, led by Moses that crossed the Red Sea, and forty days later entered the Promised Land. They shared the Passover meal for the vast night in Egypt, and they all kept it all for nearly for the past three thousand years, or so that have followed. Many years ago, when I was first in Jerusalem to produce radio program, I was invited to join a Jewish family for their Passover meal. It was a great occasion, a very like our Christmas, a family event for the deep religious significance for those who seek it. As the meal in Jerusalem was, we ate modest lentils and unleavened bread, mafios as they call it. We also drank plenty of wine. But not from a cup at the end of the table. That is Elijah's cup. Only be drunk for the prophet comes to announce the arrival of Messiah. At the last supper, Jesus introduced his disciples to drink from the cup of the supper, which may have shot them at the time Messiah had come. <laughs>